0: Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation. Bulbasaur is a plant-type Pokemon. This is the Fact Off, a weekly podcast where we we'll each share a random and obscure fact and leave it up to you to decide you're the winner. I'm your host, Alex, and with me, as always, is Mike. Sounds like I died. Why? How does it sound like you died?
1: It sounds like you're reading off like a memorial, like <laughs> as with, okay, and it, I, I, it just sounded like I died. And
0: my other co-host, Pat.
2: Hi, I'd like to say a few words about Mike in memory of Mike.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm not dead.
2: He used to love saying razzle dazzle. Um,
0: Well, this is a fact off. Well, each week we bring a fact about the category. This week's category is plants that was chosen by Mike.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, guys.
2: Yeah, we rolled a six, and it was dealer's choice, or winner's choice.
1: You guys wanted pants, so I had to rhyme it and go plants, because I'm the winner, And I couldn't just, you know, bow down to you guys.
0: Yeah, but people love Pants Facts.
1: Well, if you want Alex or Pat to win, you can always vote for Alex's or Pat's fact at FactOffPodcast.com. So is it true that
2: people don't like Alex's facts, but they really want to hear about Pants? So every week until he wins and we roll six, they're going to keep voting for him. Is this true?
1: Yep. No, nobody ever said anything about wanting to know about Pants.
0: Every day, my son wakes up, and he's always like, Daddy, are you going to talk about pants today? Papa. On your podcast. And I say, no, son. I didn't get to choose yet.
1: I'm sure if we actually did land on the pants fact, we would have all brought in blue jeans and just talked about blue jeans for an hour.
0: Well, I would have just sang forever blue jeans. I was going right to say, we would just
2: be forever blue jeans. Same stupid joke.
1: Well, <laughs> Alex, you and Pat actually tied last week. <gasps> It's like kissing your sister. (laughs) And you guys are brothers, so that's awkward. All right, keep going, Mike. (laughs) All right. So I have a few questions, and whoever gets them right uh, gets to hold the crown. Yes. So you guys ready to rock?
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: So question one, how does water enter a plant? By active transport in root hair cells... Through the stomata, by osmosis and root hair cells, or through the roots? I'm going to say B. I'm going to go with
2: through the roots.
1: You guys are both wrong. Damn it. The answer is by osmosis and root hair cells. I said B. That was uh through the stomata. Thank God it was multiple choice. <laughs> yeah, you guys are bombing this test. All right, next one up is if a plant closes its stomata, this means it can take in more oxygen for respiration. It cannot take in carbon dioxide for photosynthesis. It loses water by transpiration. It will become turgid. You know, we all like that word turgid. I want to say B. I want to go with whatever A was. (laughs) It can take in more oxygen? Yes. No, Alex is correct. And he is a fact-off champion. USA, <laughs> USA, suck it, Pat. No. Best
0: champion ever. Yes, yes, yes. So wait, hey, this is his
2: first time he's dun dun won, dun
1: dun and dun it's by random chance. Hey. And folks, you probably d- don't ever d- d- want him d- to win d- again d- after this d- show. D- 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 I'm the best. They can't see him dancing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a great dancer. I was voted greatest dancer of all time.
1: By by who?
2: The three people that voted for his fact. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> his his wife, his kid, and him. Yeah, I only met one kid vote
0: for me. The other one, he's a he's a non voter.
1: Too young to vote. Yeah, huh? you have to be at least two. That makes sense. So, sure. so as the winner, who do you want to go first in the uh, fact of the week? I'll go first
0: because oh, you see why I'll go first. I'll go first
1: because <laughs> all
2: our facts are going to be the same.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was thinking like when Mike brought up plants, I was like, I don't know much about plants. I know they're green and I know they live outside, but some people have them inside. So I started Googling, what's the largest plant? What's the tallest tree? What's the sexiest tree? So I started Googling all this stuff. But then I realized, where do plants come from? The, the ground. God. S- seeds. <laughs> the answer was seeds. Damn it. I should have you guys multiple choice questions. Well,
1: that's why you're the winner. That's why you're the winner, Ox.
0: By all accounts, seeds have been around since plants have been around and stuff. So that makes sense. It has been around a
1: long time. That checks
0: out. You know? <laughs> but just like the rest of the world, seeds are at risk. So in, like in the 80s, there was like this push that we should have like a seed bank, you know? And like nothing really happened.
2: I've been starting one since the mid-90s.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And So in 2001, the International Treaty of Plant Genetic Research for Food and Agriculture was adopted by all the national governments. Good for them. (laughs) (laughs) Part of the goal was to start a global seed bank. So in 2004, it was determined that Sobart in Norway, which is like a small island in Norway that's in the middle of the ocean, Norwegian Sea. Okay, yeah. Would be the perfect location. Why this location? Because it's remoteness and icy roadiness, free from war and conflicts, and it's the furthest part north that you can get a commercial flight in the world.
2: Ooh, fun side fact.
0: Yeah. Got to visit the seeds, you know, check out, check them out. So after four years, on February 26, 2008, the is a like S V A B A R D
1: Global Seed Vault Open. Wow. So there's this whole sea vault. So how big is this network? Like can I use the seed bank debit card like at my local grocery store? No. <laughs> I actually get to that.
0: No, so what it is is this global initiative that houses like all the seeds. So It's about 1700 seed banks or they call them gene banks throughout the world at all local level. This is like imagine just a big bank where these gene banks can deposit seeds for safekeeping so like your local like the seed uh, gene banks in america donate seeds here that they use and they just house them in this giant vault that's in the side of a mountain a tunnel there's a tunnel a 430 feet tunnel that goes in a mountain to a main chamber and then it has three vaults in the chambers right now only the middle one's being used the other two are empty
2: do they have like animal stuff like DNA, like do they have like human DNA? Like is no, it... this
0: is the seeds.
2: It's like the there's Noah's a... Ark of seeds.
0: Just seeds. Yeah. So there's another one actually that's for like data that's on the same island. That's like kind of by it, but it's just for data. I kind of looked that one up too. I was like. Who's keeping this data protected? But that one was stupid.
1: No one cares. Is it just a bunch of Wikipedia <laughs> articles?
0: Yeah. But it was like Mexico and another country like have like constitutional documents and
1: stuff in there. Cool. Just odd.
2: Sounds like the premise for the next Nicolas Cage movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing the seed vault having like lots and lots of like weed plant variations. Oh yeah, that's all it <laughs> just is. A bunch of potheads <laughs> stolen their. Well, seeds there is there.
0: over. 1,081,020 t- different types of seeds though. That's it. Yeah. So, uh, it's a lot of plants. It's been dubbed like the doomsday vault, you might have seen articles like that. But people are like, "Oh, it's going to be used at the end of times." But really, it's kind of for now and like just as like a last resort. So, like in 2012, Syria was going through like a civil war and they had to abandon their local gene bank. That had a whole bunch of old like historic seeds of like barley and wheat and all that was lost. But luckily they decided to deposit seeds into the seed vault.
2: Oh, thank God. So in
0: 2015, they were able to plant these seeds back in in Lebanon and Morocco and regrow these plants. And then the first offspring, they took the seeds and put them back in the vault for safekeeping conversely you had the war in afghanistan and iraq and those gene banks were completely wiped out and those seeds are lost forever
2: so wait every country has a gene bank
0: a lot of them do like a lot of them have them for like local seeds and all that are like kind of native to your area so like there was like the u.s deposit at one point like they had like senators go and give like grass? seven seat what grass yeah grass <laughs> kentucky bluegrass as far as the eye can see yeah uh-huh. No, like uh, chili seeds. For, like, for, like chili. Uh, <laughs> is peppers. that what they're for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's also, like, it's to protect against war and natural disasters, like the, like, typhoon and stuff, and, like, the Philippines. Like, their gene be- banks were, like, wiped out. But, like, this is a place where, I mean, it's so well protected that they freeze these seeds, and if they need them, they can take them out and all. That's really cool. The issue now with, like... Like our crops and all, is like we become really one dimensional for a lot of our vegetables. So like production of crops is up, but we only use thirty crops for ninety five percent of the food that humans eat.
1: Only thirty. Yeah, diversity is way down. Yeah. Like they use they, like one variety of tomato or two varieties of tomato that work out really well, or you know they just stick with one thing that or two things that that work people well.
0: will buy. So like China only has 10% of the rice varieties that they had in the 1950s and the US has lost over 90% of fruit and vegetable varieties since the 1900s.
1: Yeah, it's it's a huge problem because we have like 50 varieties of mac and cheese but only like one variety of like We potatoes. have
0: one <laughs> version of mac and cheese and it's craft. All the rest of the stuff is crap. All right. <laughs> so but like you heard of potato famine? The potato famine's issue yeah. was there was a disease on these potatoes and wiped out all of them, and Irish people are stupid and are like, we don't want to eat anything else. We'll just move countries. That's
2: actually not true at all. Just to... What? So it part they, of it, that... No, they grew a lot of crops. Which,
1: which part's not true, that they're stupid?
2: No, they grew a lot of different variety of crops, but uh, they had to give it to the uh, English who owned the land. So the English had the had this food that was readily available for these people to eat and not starve and die, but... They said no. This is ours, and they didn't let them have the other variety. They would only let them have the potatoes.
0: And the potatoes got a disease, and it wiped them all out.
2: Yeah, no, but it, that wasn't the part that I was.
0: It was like I'm just saying. It was like it was a whole bunch of stuff that, like, contributed to the potato famine. Fact off challenge. But the joke was that pota- The Irish were like, "Oh, there's no potatoes here. Let's just move countries." That was the joke.
2: Yeah. All right. God. Okay. Good one.
0: Can't take a joke, God. <laughs> Hey, yeah, no man. one sticks
2: up for the Irish. Someone's got to do it.
0: <laughs> As an Irishman myself, I can make these jokes. Um, no, but still, you know, yeah, so it's just like the sea vault and just this giant doomsday vault in the middle of a icy island that, like you can barely get to, but the whole world puts those seeds in and they're trying to fund it and like fund local gene banks so we don't lose these species of seeds. Like they have seeds dating back thirteen thousand years, that really could just be like wiped out if we don't keep them. That's my fact. I like the seeds
1: vault. So what's what's the name of your fact? If anybody wants to vote, the for it? Doomsday Vault. That's a pretty good name, the Doomsday Vault. Yeah. It only said it. It only costs like two hundred eighty-two
0: thousand dollars a year to maintain. Oh, I, I could afford was, that. Oh, that's way cheaper. Yeah, than isn't I it? It's like it's a lot of money, but it's like yeah, it's pretty cheap.
2: Yeah, if every country chips in like $1,000, it should be.
0: It's like Norway technically owns it, but the Crop Trust provides the funding and somebody else manages it. There's like a whole bunch of people involved. But it's pretty cool that they were actually able to get this built and keeping seeds alive.
2: Is it true that you picked this uh, fact because you wanted it to still be pants facts and the Gene bank was the closest thing you can get to the style of pants?
0: My third favorite style of pants.
2: Tune in next week for the second favorite style of pants.
0: i tell you now. My second favorite style is sweatpants, and my first favorite style, no pants. Not a pants guy.
2: See, now people have no reason to listen next week.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no no reason at all. Also, I thought you preferred slacks over jeans. No one likes slacks.
2: Yeah, come on. This isn't that kind of. This isn't a slack off podcast. I could
1: have sworn you told me. Yeah, yeah it's a slack off podcast. I sh- could have sworn you told me you liked. Your I would probably your jeans. put
0: slacks and jeans on the same level.
1: All right, so the truth comes out.
0: Sweatpants are the greatest invention in the past hundred and fifty years. <laughs> No rebuttal. No you guys must agree with me. You're thinking, you guys couldn't think of anything else. I
2: can't think of one thing that's better than
0: <laughs> sweatpants pants and the fans. I love <laughs> the silence.
2: Years. Let's keep the silence in.
1: Yeah, i will
0: keep it in. That was so you guys long. were thinking, you guys couldn't think of anything.
1: Ah, that's good. That was funny. <laughs> so, who's who's giving the next facts
0: out? Um, we'll go with. Oh, sorry. Mike.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll go up next.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I said you (laughs) are.
1: Okay, yeah, I'll go. So, Alex, you you have kids, and um, something that I think would be probably pretty exciting for your kids is if you built them like a a sandbox in the backyard. That's not going to happen. Have you ever thought of doing that before? No, I don't build stuff. Yeah,
2: any sort of thing Alex isn't going to (laughs) do.
1: Or ordering a sandbox off of Amazon or something like that. I'm um, I'm listening. The only downside I can think of is like in in Cincinnati the summers are hot and I could just see the kids just getting coated in in uh, sand because they're sweating so much in the hot summers.
0: Yeah, happens all the time.
1: So it it'd just get messy pretty quick. You'd probably like regret the fact that you had a sandbox, but. I know there's probably an I'm glad easy solution I, out there. You
0: thought that you got the fact you had a sandbox. <laughs> they were gonna say kids. So like, <laughs> I was like, no.
1: The uh, solution I'm I'm thinking of is maybe like planting a tree to like provide shade for the sandbox. That that would make complete Pretty sense. Pretty smart. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. And so Alex probably would grab his tree catalog off of his table. Cheese are the original umbrellas. That is Fact. true, and as you, you're probably going to thumb through that tree catalog and like look through like different options out there, and I would imagine you would, your finger would land on a tree called the Sandbox Tree. Yeah, of course,
2: that's the first thing you would point at.
1: Yeah, I mean it's named Sandbox Tree, so why not plant it next to your sandbox? And it's a hundred and thirty. It says right in the catalog, it's hundred and thirty feet tall, so. That's a lot. Of, that's enough shade for probably 50 sandboxes. You're going to have to buy more sandboxes. I don't want to buy more sandboxes. We're
2: going to need a bigger sandbox. <laughs>
1: yeah. So yeah, sounds sounds like a perfect solution, sandbox tree. And also, <laughs> the sandbox tree has little cute little fruits that it produces that look like Aww. pumpkins.
0: Does this, do these fruits have uh, wisdom in their eyes? <laughs>
1: And no, the the, the fruits don't have wisdom in their eyes. I'm waiting for a twist. they're they're cute. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it comes a time when all fruit must fall from the tree.
2: Oh, it's a metaphor.
1: (laughs) And it's a metaphor. (laughs) And, And as the fruit falls down to the ground, you know, it sits on the ground. And, you know, your kids might pick it up or play with it or whatever. And as these fruits, like, begin to dry out, you know... Something eerie starts to happen. I
0: don't like this.
1: You'll hear little noises starting to to sound like little pops and little little weird sounds like that, and then whoop bam, and then whoop bam, and then another whoop bam. Three whoop bams. -bams. These seeds, yeah, yeah, lots of little whoop bams. (laughs) These seed pods explode, and they shoot the pieces of the seed pod 150 miles per hour and up to 60 feet like, in distance.
2: So should we not put this seed in the uh, seed bank? <laughs> Sounds like a weapon.
1: Yeah, exactly. You, sh- you probably shouldn't put the seed in the seed bank, and you probably should think twice about putting a sandbox tree next to a sandbox.
2: What a good gift to get like, you know, uh, a green person that you hate. <laughs> like, Ooh, here's a tree.
1: Pat. Yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, where's this tree native, Mike? Oh, the tree's native in, like, South, South America. Okay like in the A- Amazon rainforest. So you'll probably never experience this tree in real life. Uh, but, you know, it sounds friendly enough, the sandbox tree, and, uh, you know, it's actually one of the most dangerous plants in the world.
2: Yeah, it sounds horrible. So you
1: might say uh, exploding tree uh, pods, you know, that sounds pretty dangerous. But that's not, like, the, the end of it. The fruit of the tree is poisonous, yeah. so it can cause, like, vomiting... Like, diarrhea, cramps, and... uh, Upset stomach, (laughs)
2: diarrhea, indigestion.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like my Saturday night. So, yeah, that that doesn't sound very comfortable, like, eating a tree pod and uh, getting diarrhea. Why would you give this to his kids? Um, Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm saying he chose wrong with this catalog. Why why did they even have it in the catalog? I should have went with the Mighty Oak. You should have went with the Mighty Oak, correct. And then comes this tree sap. So the tree sap will give you an angry, it says in the article, an angry red rash, not just a red rash, an angry red ash. Ra, Is it like yells at you? Red, red. <laughs> give you a red <laughs> <eyes>. ash. <laughs> and uh, it could cause you to go blind.
0: Just by touching it or getting it in your eyes?
1: Get in your eyes. Don't Don't get the sap in your eyes.
0: Why are people always complaining about cutting down trees in a uh, rainforest if this tree's just out there doing what it wants?
1: That's true. It's, it's like causing mayhem. And uh, people who live in the vicinity of this tree make poison darts out of it. And you uh, know, I don't no. think it's for fun. I think there's other nefarious things going on. Maybe they're shooting animals with it, hopefully, like uh, hunting prey. Hopefully, not other humans. That's but, cool, yeah. though.
2: All right, I'm back on board with the tree
1: shooting animals yeah <laughs> yeah you're you're vegan you should be for the animals yeah. not like shoot. you poison should be anti-tree pro animal i don't
2: eat them but i would like to give them an upset stomach <laughs>
1: okay well it has some redeeming qualities the oil extracted from the tree tree seeds acts as a purgative so it is kind of like that um medicine that helps you like throw up uh What epicac? Is that what it's called? Yeah. So if you accidentally ingest one of the seeds from the from the tree, you could also continue to ingest it and throw it back. Well, that's good. There's a lot. I don't know. The pros seem to outweigh the cons here. (laughs) It's true. And the leaves are said to treat uh, eczema. That's good. And yeah, it's positive. And then when properly prepared, extracts are said to treat rheumatism and intestinal worms and you know nobody likes those right
0: i have always said i am anti-intestinal worms
1: i'm not afraid to say it so i i'm with you i'm with you i am anti-intestinal worms i don't know what they look or like or feel like but you know i'm anti pat <laughs> mm. yeah where do you stand i'm on these intestinal uh, worms i want to say anti for pure pressure purposes <laughs> all right So I I was kind of wondering where the sandbox name even came from then, like because you wouldn't plant it next to a sandbox. So
0: were they discovered by Bill Sandbox?
1: (laughs) No, they weren't discovered by Bill Sandbox. But I guess back in the day, before ink blotting paper, they would use the seeds, hollow hollow them out, put sand in them, and use it to blot ink. Oh, um, there's some alternative names. I'm sure you like the sandbox. No, not the wabam tree. Um, I like that one. But there's the other one is the monkey's dinner bell. I'm not sure what that would mean, but kind of sounds. That cool. sounds
2: like it has to do with my facts
1: <laughs> <laughs> The monkey's dinner bell, and the other one is the monkey's pistol.
0: What's it? Who's naming
1: cool. these uh, plants and trees? I don't. Someone know Somebody who loves monkeys. <laughs> I think a guy like got shot, and he thought like a monkey shot him with a pistol, but it was just a seed that blew up. And then the final one that it was named was the Possum Wood, which sounds lame. No, yeah, well,
2: especially if they're Monkey Pistol. You should end. Can we reverse this and just end with Monkey Pistol?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. the The name it should have been called was the Monkey Pistol. So keep these away from your sandbox, folks. Um, but if you want to vote for my fact, the fact's called the Sandbox. I should have called it the Monkey Pistol, AKA
0: the Monkey. Pistol. Yeah, you should have been like, "Hey, Alex, would you buy your kids a monkey and a gun?" Or would you rather have a tree that does the same? It's
2: like, don't, don't you hate a Christmas time where you have to choose between getting your child a monkey or a gun?
1: Every year. That's true. That's a, a tough choice every year. I'm like, yeah, I like little monkeys, but also <laughs> like Red Wolf Rider baby guns. I like little monkeys. I like little monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Pat you, you give your fact uh,
2: so this is I <laughs> like that you went right before me. Um so mine I'll give you the uh the name of the plant. It is called a nepenthes plant. Have you ever oh, heard of it?
0: Okay. Yes, the jack o
2: <laughs> So this plant sold <laughs> its soul to the devil. <laughs> so the Nepenthes plant, also known as the Monkey Cup. This is why I was so excited.
1: Oh, wow. Or the... Is this a distant relative to the monkey's I pistol? think...
2: So this is usually in, like, the Philippines area. Um,
0: okay, could be. I didn't, I didn't tell you guys this, but the seed vault is guarded by monkeys, so...
1: <laughs> they all fit. The sense. monkey vault. And <laughs> in the, in the, in the uh, cold, icy weather, the monkeys just... Yeah, they strive. drink from
2: the monkey cup. They're twirling their monkey pistols around their fingers. <laughs>
0: all right, go. Sorry, all right.
2: so it's it's also known as the monkey cup and also the tropical pitcher plant now when you think of uh plants you think pretty like tame right kind of boring don't do much
0: yep i always said plants don't need them they're boring yes um Get more did you know yeah they don't do side anything. fact
2: i live in a house with over 40 houseplants
1: I I probably have like maybe six. Yeah, I want to say we have none. Yeah, I believe it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: plants are good for you. You could talk to them or and other stuff.
1: Plants don't give me the dazzle that I want. Do you, Do you think that the uh, movie Avatar was like a documentary, uh and that's why you talk to your plants?
2: Yes, they don't talk to plants in that movie.
1: Do you jack into? Oh yeah, your I, I
2: shove my ponytail into my plants. <laughs> Um, I do want to give a shout out to my wife. She loves plants. And there was one. We have a penis cactus. It's a cactus that looks just like a penis. And I told her we shouldn't get it.
1: <laughs> wait, is, it is this the name <laughs> no, it of just, the plant or did you just give it the I don't nickname? know if you've ever
2: seen a penis, but.
1: <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, wait, yes, yes, damn it.
2: It looks just like it. And I told her we shouldn't get it because then it would just be awkward. And so we left and then she raced back to the store and bought it. So if you ever come to my house, don't sit on the penis plant. <laughs>
1: I will not sit on the penis all point. Right. Side note, there's a jail near my house, and every time we drive by it, there's like six bushes in the front, and every time, all the bushes are trimmed to look exactly like penises. So I'm thinking that maybe they the other people in the jail trim these bushes, and they're just kind of like giving the middle finger to like the, the guard saying, hey, your bushes are, are penises. <laughs> that is a fun side fact. <laughs>
2: What happened to this podcast? On <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any penis related... Our niece listens to this show.
1: Well, just tell her to skip over the penis yeah. facts.
2: All right, so have you guys ever played Pokemon? Yes. Have you ever seen a uh, victory bell? Yes. It looks like a little like cup, and it has like a little head, like a little flap. Yes. So that is based off of the, the Penthes. And the Penthes oh. is actually... A carnivorous plant. Yeah, yeah. You've heard of a Venus flytrap.
0: Yeah.
2: What do they eat? Bugs. Yeah, bugs and flies. Do you know what a Nepenthes plant eats?
1: Bugs. Gigantic spiders and birds and all sorts. And of rats. Stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah, rats. they eat. They're big enough to eat rats. So, what they do is, at the top of the bell-shaped thing, uh, they have like their nectar, and it smells so sweet and you're like a stupid rat and you're like mm this smells good and then they slide right in and on the inside they have all these like pointy hairs that point down so you can't climb out and uh it's full of this like pool of liquid and it's just like acid and enzymes that like bio like degrade the rat and it slowly just takes the nutrients from it and kills it
1: and that's where we get hot dogs
2: yeah so one of the okay. – the one species I found, which was discovered in 2009, is kind of fun. Have you guys ever heard of David Attenborough? Yes. Yes. So he does all those documentaries and stuff. It's like, David
1: Attenborough. Yeah, he's known to have like a thick British accent, right? Yes,
2: he talks like this. And uh... so he loves this plant. And there's a cool video. It's like three minutes long. You should look it up. Uh, so they named the biggest one. They discovered it. It's called the Nepenthes Attenboroughi. And it's the largest carnivorous plant. It reaches 4.9 feet tall. Ew. And its pitchers are, like, the uh, the lid is, like, 11 and a half inches in diameter. And are able to capture and digest rodents and other small animals.
1: Man. Yeah, it's actually really hey, cool. Carni- carnivorous plants, then.
2: Um, I don't know if you've ever watched, like, um, where they capture something over, like, a long period of time. Like on film.
1: Time, I talk uh, about time, time lapse video? Yeah,
2: the time lapse of this thing growing. I know this is a podcast, but um, after you vote for me, you should look up the time lapse of this thing growing. It's actually really cool. It like, it like grows out and it goes and it hits the ground. Once it hits the ground, it just inflates. It's like, and it gets big and then it pops, like the lid pops off and goes,
0: How often does it eat?
2: I guess whenever food shows up. So the reason it eats, um, like, bugs and stuff, is actually evolutionary, is uh, they're usually found in places where the soil is just not good. Like, it's not good for places to grow, so they get nutrients from all the animals. Yeah, okay. One of them, not the one that I just talked about, actually, um, it feeds the nectar to, like, certain animals, and the animals then poop inside of it, and it gets the nutrients from its poop.
0: But does the animal die?
2: No, so it like licks on the outside, I guess, turns around, poops, says, you know, thank you and walks on its way.
1: I always love those uh creatures that like use other creatures that lived on it to survive, like the nurse sharks and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's
2: like a symbiotic relationship.
1: Yeah, I always love that.
2: Yeah. So in closing, there's a giant bell shaped uh plant that is big enough and it eats it can eat rats. It's actually really cool. Very simple plant fact of the week, the Nepenthes, Edinburgh
1: I. And if people want to vote for you, what's the name of your fact? Monkey Cup. Monkey Cup. So I can't call mine the Monkey's Pistol, because that would just be too infringing on your fact. Yeah, so. I didn't have a name until
2: you said the Monkey Pistol, and I was like, well, I'm going to steal it and just call mine the Monkey Cup.
1: <laughs> All right, there oh, you yeah.
0: go. So head over to the Fact Off podcast. Dot com to vote for the Doomsday Vault, and if you want don't like that one, I guess you could vote for the other two: the Monkey's Cup and the Sandbox Tree. Um, today's episode, Pat, you want to roll the die for next week? Yeah, let's roll the die. Category:
2: Have we had a different category every week? Yep. Oh, let's go. I think so. Five? Have we had five yet?
0: Uh, probably.
2: Oh, well, I like that. Alex is not prepared. Five,
0: five is people. So this whole category is about People Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> so wrong.
2: Can I do mine on I... David Attenborough?
0: Oh, it's gonna be mine. So yeah, go over to the Fact Off podcast. You guys have anything you want to add? Yeah,
1: my my person's gonna be Tom Revere.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: that was my favorite Fact Off moment so far.
1: I have to figure out who discovered a uh, big bone
0: Like for my person. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. but that, That's all we have for today. Thank you. Have a good night. Or day.